the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are looking at fruitfulness in the life of a Christian today on Times of Refreshing. Join us. Fruitfulness. Are you very fruitful? Do you bear fruit? Is it fruit that we see only inside the walls of our church, or is it fruit that we see outside? Are you part of an orchard, or are you a wild tree supplying much-needed fruit to those who are in desperate need? Those are questions we're hoping to answer for you today here on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. Looking to be fruitful wherever you are? Well, today's program is just for you. John chapter 15 is where we're at. Catch up with us and join us here for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. I want to talk to you this morning about fruitfulness and how every single person in this room, it's God's purpose for your life to be fruitful. He wants you to be fruitful in your life. And I think that for every person in this room, we have to learn that it is our covenant right to experience fruit in our life. God does not want us to live a lifestyle of barrenness in everything that we put our hands to do that we're never producing fruit in it, fruit in our character. There's no fruit in our character. God wants us to live fruitful lives And it is the purpose of God. We have to get this in our mind that it is the purpose of God for me to be fruitful. God wants me to have success. God wants me. Look at your neighbor and say, God wants me to have success. He wants you to have success as he defines it. And for us, we want to be fruitful. And so as we look here in St. John chapter 15, he says this in verse 1. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. So the purpose of God, he's saying, I want you to be fruitful. He says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. He says in verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 7, if you abide in me, And my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. And then listen to verse 8. By this my father is glorified. That you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. In this, by this my father is glorified. That you bear much fruit. So you will be, so you will be my disciples. 
Jesus Christ comes into the heart of a man. We're born again by the incorruptible seed, by the word of God. Christ dwells in our hearts by faith. And um, the byproduct of him being inside of us, his very life being placed within us, should be fruitfulness. We should become fruitful because we are connected to the true vine. The very life of the Son of God dwells inside of us. And so there should be in every person in this room an expectation that I am going to become fruitful because the fruitful one dwells inside of me. His very life, his very nature, his character, his name, his presence, his power, his authority, all is, is, is inside of me through Christ Jesus. And so because of this, I should be a fruitful person. And this is what he's saying here. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. And if you abide in me and I in you, he says, listen, you're going to become a fruitful person. It should be your expectation. It should be your expectation on your job to be fruitful. It should be your expectation in your marriage to be fruitful. It should be your expectation with, with your endeavors to be fruitful. In everything you put your hand to do, God is looking for fruitfulness. And, and, and for me, this is something that, that it has to become an expectation. Oftentimes, we put our hands to do things, and in the back of our mind, and, and because of the, the enticements of the devil and the suggestions of the devil, we, we tend to think that this will not work. But when you're connected to God, he causes you to believe him for the unbelievable. Amen? He shows you that you, he, that you can do all things through him because he strengthens you. And for us, we want to get it in our heart and in our mind that, God, you want me to be fruitful. You want me to excel. You want my light to so shine before men that they may see my good works and glorify you in heaven. He said, in this is my father glorified because they bear much fruit. And this is, a, the sign, this is a sign of the true disciple. A true disciple is one when you look at their life, they may not have everything, but you look at their life and you can tell that they are fruitful. They're fruitful in their life. And this is what we want. We want the testimony of God to be revealed in our life by the fruit that is seen. Many people, many people are living their Christian experience and they're experiencing, um, they're experiencing drought, they're, they're experiencing deadness, barrenness, and, and I'm telling you today that God, there are sometimes God will take us through seasons like this and it is just a season. But if you've been in this season for the last 20 years, ha, we got to stop and examine this thing, Amen. Because God doesn't want you to live like that forever. They went through the wilderness. It was an 11 days journey. The only reason why they continued in the place was because of their unbelief and rebellion. But God will take us through times of drought so that he can teach us how to be dependent upon him and to abide in him. But then God brings us out into a, into a season of abundance. Joseph went through a season of dryness. But then he was elevated he was elevated, and all of us should expect elevation, amen? We should not expect to be, you know, uh, burned down and, and beat down and barren for the rest of our life. We have to change our expectations and say, God, you want me to be a fruitful person. Sometimes we need to learn just to look ourselves in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm going to be a fruitful, I'm a fruitful person, I will be a fruitful person, I'm going to be a fruitful person, I don't care what you say, devil, amen? Amen? 
We need to look, sometimes we need to look ourselves in the mirror and say these things. We need to pull out the word of God and quote this. I am going to glorify my father by bearing much fruit and so I will be his disciple. I am going to glorify my father by bearing much. We have to learn to get this in our spirit. Even in the midst of the drought. Even in the midst of the storm. I am going to be a fruitful person. God, it is my destiny to be fruitful. I have been created to be fruitful and to multiply. This church will be fruitful. This church will continue to bear fruit. We're going to continue and continue and continue until the Lord returns to bear fruit. Because this is our purpose. This is our destiny. Do you really believe it? How many believers I have in this room? You got to believe that that's what, that's what you're called. That's your call. God has called you to be fruitful. But there are two areas that I want to highlight today that pertain to fruit when we're walking to God, walking with God. It's so important that, number one, we allow God to bear fruit first and foremost in our character. In our character. And this is, this is so important because when Jesus says that we will glorify glorify the father by bearing much fruit he's not just talking about materialistic things although we're going to talk about that also but he's not talking about that just that he's talking about you as a person you as a person because you have the nature of god you should dis- and, and you and i should display the character of god the very fruit of being united with god in our character go to galatians chapter 5 character Many people have houses and cars and lands, but internally you see that they're not fruitful. They're not fruitful within. They're not fruitful with their character. They're not, you don't see the fruit of repentance. John talked about bringing forth the fruit of repentance. We don't see this in people's lives. And God wants to produce fruitful saints, saints that display the character and nature of God. Galatians chapter 5. And verse 16, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Meaning you, you're, you don't have to try to please God in your own power. God frees you from trying to do this on your own. And now you, you learn to experience fruitfulness by the power that he supplies in your life by being led by the Spirit of God. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness or lasciviousness, lawlessness. Having the word lewdness means no restraint. Whatever I want to do, I'll do it. Idolatry is a work, starts off as a work of the flesh. He says sorcery. Do you know witchcraft and sorcery? It starts off as a work of the flesh, trying to manipulate, dominate, control people um, with, with, your own spout, with your own power and human authority. It's so important that we get this, that sorcery, if you try to manipulate, to control and dominate people, that is a sign of witchcraft in its base form. He says here, Hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbirths of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, 
murders, drunkenness, revelries, or revelries, drinking parties, going out and carousing, you know, having a good time, you know, going to the club, you know, just that's a work of the flesh. It's the work of the flesh. And look what he says here. And the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice, somebody say practice. When this becomes your lifestyle, fornication is your lifestyle. You're always fornicating. You're, you, you, it's hard to stop fornicating. And, and it's hard to stop drinking all the time and, and being lascivious. And, and you always have hatred in your heart. And, and this is your lifestyle. This is, the, this is the, 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 the revelation of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil man, manifesting itself through you. When Adam partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the seed was planted within him. And that which was planted, that nature which was planted, not only affected him, but affected all who came through him. All of us have that seed in us. And so by nature, without Christ, we gravitate towards the works of the flesh, those things that gratify the flesh. All this, you don't have to teach your kids to act bad. Adam is in us all, amen? But how many are happy about the last Adam, Amen. There's another Adam, and through Christ, he says, abide in me and I in you. He said, I'm going to get inside of you. And instead of you living out the realities of the old tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you are going to become a partaker of the tree of life. You're going to become a partaker of me. And the fruit, the fruit is going to manifest itself. But those who continue... To walk in the flesh, they allow their flesh to get the best of them. It controls them. And now, instead of us bearing fruit to eternal life, we're bringing forth fruit unto death. Amen? And people see this in our lives, and not only does it affect us, but it affects others. And we'll talk about that too. He says in verse 20, he says in verse uh, 21, envy, murderers, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in times past, that those who practice... Such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But listen what he says. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, or temperance. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also, what? Walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So now Jesus says, you're going to, you're going to glorify the Father by bearing fruit. Galatians chapter 5 tells us that the fruit of the Spirit, the revelation of the very nature and character of God, is love. This comes to you through the relationship and being, being united with Christ. It comes to us through the relationship and being united with Christ. He causes us to grow in love. It is, it, is the, it is what happens to us when we get connected to God. God says, now, I want you to learn how to deny the old you and its passion, its desires. And I'm going to teach you how to express my nature and character. I'm going to teach you how to be fruitful in your character. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to experience the love of God. You're going to experience my love flowing through you. When you experience this, don't resist it. Because it's, it's me, it's me manifesting myself through you. It's you becoming fruitful because of me. 
It's you becoming fruitful because you've been connected to me. He says the first thing is love. Love comes to you and then joy. It comes to you through the relationship. And, and, and you and I become fruitful, fruitful in our character. He says here, peace. Peace comes to you. There's an inward There's an inward peace and rest that comes through being united with Christ. It comes to you. See, some people, they like trouble. They don't feel like they're accomplishing anything in life unless something is going wrong and something is all messed up and, 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 and it's some, well, you know, you know, I gotta, you know, I don't understand, you know, we got, we, you got, okay, oh, pray for me. No, I'm not praying for you. You need, to, you need to ask God to bring forth some peace in your life because God, it is, it is his responsibility to manifest this through you. But you got to let him do it. And sometimes it's just a matter of us stopping and thinking for a second. Lord, help me. A lot of times what we do is we're always just reacting. So we're always putting out fires, every little thing. We see, oh. And we have to learn that being connected to Christ brings forth the fruit of of peace. We should be fruitful when it comes to our lifestyle and in our character. And the peace of God should prevail inside of us because of of him. He says long-suffering. That means to bear up under trial, whether it's with people, circumstances, that God, I'm willing to suffer long, and you help to produce this in my life, in my character. Kindness. He says goodness, faithfulness. This is a big one because many people, they want God to be faithful, but they don't want to be faithful. They want God to pay their bills. They want God to make sure that things are, they want God to make sure he has a job. They want God to do all these things. And God says, I want you to pray for 30 minutes. And we, oh, well, you know. And we have to learn to be faithful to God. Will we show up on time? When God gives us a job, do we come late all the time? Look at here, look at here, look at here. I caught somebody. I caught somebody out there. God, bless me with the job. We're throwing oil, praying in tongues, praying on the building. Lord, bless me with this job, Lord. I know they're not here now, but go ahead and bless me with that job. And we get the job, and we show up 30 minutes late. Faithfulness. A true believer, the fruit of faithfulness is produced. And you look at them, and you say, that person, is, that person must be a Christian. I look at how faithful they are. They're faithful. They show up on time. They don't show up late and leave early. They don't make it. They land in the bed and they're tired and they call in. You know, uh, oh, I'm, I'm feeling a little woozy right now. I can't make it today. Ooh, I, I, you know, it's not in my notes or anything. I, I, feel like, I feel like God just wants me to minister on this because we're asking God to give us a breakthrough. 20-fold, 100-fold, billion-fold. We want God to bless us coming in, going out. And then we won't allow the fruit of faithfulness. Just call and just lie, you know. Well, the Lord, oh, I'm feeling kind of woozy right now. And we sitting at home watching Oprah. Oh, I need some ministry. I need some. Can we talk about faithfulness right now just for a little while? Because we want to be fruitful, amen? We want to have a fruitful church. We want people that are fruitful within, fruitful in every area of their life. You can count on them. He says the fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. This person, you can count on them because the character of God is being produced in them because they're connected to the vine. He says gentleness. He says self-control. Temperance, self-control. You get around people and they'll just fly off the handle. They'll just lose it on you. Say, oh, I don't know what happened. I just, I just lost it. I, I'm just, oh, yeah. Oh, 
Lord, please help me. I'm just, and and, and we, we have to learn that the fruit of the Spirit is, simp- is, is self-control, that you get around people and you always get the sense that though they're in, under the inspiration of the Spirit of God, though they're inspired by God, that God is with them, you always get the sense that they have it together, that they have it together. When you look at them, you say, yeah, that person, they may be going through, but they're, they're, they haven't lost it. They haven't lost it. They're, they're, there's, the Spirit of God is producing self-control in this person. So when things do not go they, their way, you don't see them losing and throw. I'm quitting right now. I quit. I'm tired of this mess. I can't take it anymore. This is a, oh, bam, slam the door. I'm a, oh, I can't handle this anymore. I hate you. You should have, I should have never. I, this is what happens to the people. They lose it. They lose it on their job. You know, I just, yeah, and they just start just running out the mouth, just running. Just Christians aren't supposed to act like that, amen? Because God is producing self-control within a person, and we want to allow God to produce this within our hearts. He says, against such, there is no law. There's nothing that anyone can do to you if you're living this type of lifestyle, if I'm living this kind of lifestyle where God's fruit is being produced in me. People see this and they respect it, regardless of what's going on in our life. I don't care how dark it gets, how dim it gets, stay connected to the vine. As we're connected to the vine, Christ Jesus wants to produce this in us because it is a sign that we're truly walking with God. It is a sign that we're truly walking with God. And we should be fruitful people. When people look at it, they should see on our tree, they should see the fruit of God. They should see the fruit of God. But this isn't the only area that God wants us to be fruitful in. But it has to start here. Now, now and I want to kind of shift this now and really go a little further because the fruit that you are bearing will have lasting effect, will have a lasting effect on the people that are around you. Especially if you are claiming the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The things that you do, the way that the things that you say, the things that you wear, everything. People are watching to see the fruit that is on your tree. And in some cases, it will draw them to Christ. In some cases, it will draw them away from Christ. And so for you and I, we want to make sure that we're looking at ourselves and saying, God, I want to, I want to live my lifestyle. And I want to become who you want me to become as a fruitful person, not only for my sake, but people will become a partaker of the fruit that is on my tree. And this is what I want. This is what I want. Not just for me, God, but I want to express love. So when people are looking for love in their life, they know what it looks like because they've examined my life. Can we go a little further? Can we go a little further? I want to experience joy. So that when people are looking for joy, they have to look no further than my life to see it. Oh, girl, you need to give your life to Jesus. How you doing? I'm, you know, I'm hanging in. I'm just all right, you know. But, you know, I'm telling you, God will touch you and break you out. You, you, I'm telling you, he'll give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. You need to go ahead and just give your life to Jesus right now. And the person is looking at you like, I got more joy than you, and you're, I'm not even saved. 
You see how important this is? And so what, what, what happens is we want to experience, and I'm not talking about faking, and I'm saying God produced this in me so that it becomes my lifestyle. So when people are looking for joy in their life, they look no further. Here I am right now. I'm full of the joy of the Lord. That this is the mindset that we should have for every one of these, these fruit. He says kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When, when a person is looking for, them th- for these things, they look at your life and they say, that's where I'm going to find it. And you're listening to Pastor Napoleon Kaufman here today on Times of Refreshing. Our desire is to see you grow in Christ through the daily ministry of God's Word. And as you take time to spend with us studying God's Word, we trust you are being encouraged in Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, we love hearing from you. It means a great deal to us knowing that these programs are having their desired effect on your life, spurring you on in Christ, love, and good deeds. You can reach out to us by phone, 925 925- 292-7800-925-292-7800, or write to us, Times of Refreshing, 2333 Nissan Drive, Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. You're also welcome to visit our website, thewellchurch.net. It's a great place to visit if you would like information regarding who we are, where we meet, what we're about. Past sermons are available online there, as well as our online store. And you can even get connected with us there. Again, thewellchurch.net. Now, normally at this time, I would invite you to join us for worship here at The Well. But at least until May 1st, because of the COVID-19, we're not available to do that at this time. What we are available to do is invite you to join us on either our church app, at our website, thewellchurch.net, or on our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And remember to be faithful as well during this time of challenge with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we are praying and standing on his truths during this time and remembering that God is in control, and we're praying for you. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless.